Okay, welcome back to another episode of Mom Talk. And today, Victoria and I are sitting down with the one and the only Jackie Harker. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you, ladies. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Finally, we've made it. I know. I still love all your pumpkins and stuff out. They look so good. I know. Your house is so cute. Your They're house is beautiful. No. It's like no. mold on the front What? I'm not <laughs> looking character. forward to having to get rid of those. Because they're all wet now. But SJ is going to want to smash them. That's what Henry does. Oh, yeah. My son threw them off the deck. Where where would you like me to throw them here? I know. You don't have a lot of space here. (laughs) Just come on over. Right. Yeah, okay. You take them home. Just right off the deck. Yeah. Okay, so Jackie's into real estate. She has two boutiques. One for kids and one for the moms, the women out here. Mm -hmm. You serve your community. And number one, most important, you're momming it, momming it real hard. Full time mom. Full time. Ninety nine percent of the time. Full time. Okay. okay, well before we get into how you balance all that. Okay. I know you. I know your sweet mom, but where are y'all from? I need to know the backstory. We are from it's called Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Okay. It is about thirty minutes outside of Philadelphia. An hour from New York and 20 minutes from the beach. Ooh, that's nice though. I know. I miss it every day. Okay, so what brought y'all here? Military. Um, My sister's been here for about 22 years, I want to say. Her husband was military and just retired medically about five years ago, I want to say. He was stationed in Korea for like the longest of time. And so my dad retired from Federal Express after... 35 years and they just found their way down here okay and so did i i was 21 and broke at the time <laughs> thinking i could live it big in new jersey and after a year i was like dad help me out please <laughs> save me come save me so he did he swooped me up and here i am never looked back do you um, like it here i do it is a different way of life for sure mm-hmm. it took me many years to kind of adjust to the slowness and the quietness. Mm-hmm. I miss the cabs beeping and the horns blowing. Oh, and... so you liked all that. You were used to you, it. You get used to yeah. it. If it's yeah. all you've known, yeah. yeah. It's right outside the window, and they're like, oh, gosh, well, what's going on outside? It's mm-hmm. quiet on the streets. Did you think it was true that people in the South are nicer? No. <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that we have a false reputation. Yes. Oh, 1000%. Yeah. To be honest with you, when I first started coming around and there are people that will come around you and, you know, welcome you with open arms. Um, and then there's also those people that bless your heart. And I'm like, Oh, bless your heart. That's so sweet. And they're like, no, that's, there's like a hidden meeting. (laughs) And I was like, well now I use it. So Mm -hmm. here it is. But no, there is, y'all can hide it really well. Northerners, we're just, we are blunt. We will tell you like it is. No guessing how someone feels. Yeah. Tough. You move on. Yeah. So no, there is no, we're all the same. Okay. We all got some meanness and y'all are just, you smile. (laughs) We got the fake ass. Yeah. (laughs) The South is fake. Yeah. I mean, when I went to New York, it was just for a little trip with the kids, but I thought everybody seemed fine. I thought they were like in a hurry to get wherever they were going. Yes. And then if they think we're on their nerves, we probably are because we don't know where they're yeah. where we're going. We're like stopping in front of them. So yeah. I'm like, that's why we get a bad rap up there. We're just lost. You guys actually ask for directions. We do not. We are oh. like one way street. Or okay. a lot of people just know where they're going and you just move. But if you are stopping on the middle of the street in New York, 
they are going to run you over. You're a problem. Yeah, so <laughs> get to the side and do what you need to do because they're coming through. Okay. Well, I'm glad you made it here to us. Thanks. Thank you for having me. Okay. So where do we want to start? You want to talk about your birth story? I was fat. <laughs> I was 200 pounds when I gave birth. I was fat. But Were I enjoyed. You uncomfortable? I was. I had for sure preeclampsia and my legs were balloons and, but I enjoyed, pregnancy was so great. There was not one hiccup except for, you know, acid reflux, but. Mm. Um, so you weren't like sick, nothing went wrong. I did. Was I was forward. sick up until 18 weeks, but the miracle pill of Zofran, when I popped it in the morning, like, let's go to Chick-fil-A. I was literally the best customer at McDonald's on Sundays <laughs> oh. and Chick-fil-A during the week. Like, I didn't care. Yeah. I mean, you're eating for two and I totally took that and ran. I yeah. was just, here we are. Yeah. So, but yeah, I was fat. I was literally, um, what's that girl on Willy Wonka? Oh, uh, Violet. When name? she's in that like blueberry, that, that was Jackie. <laughs> Except <laughs> I was red and swollen. So, but it was, I mean, it was fun. And he's just the craziest thing. I have made a monster. And and how old is he? He's nine. Nine. Okay, so wow. he and Henry are in the same class this year. Oh, fun. Yeah, Henry just has a little bit of an early birthday, so... He's already 10. SJ is, yes. I probably should have held him back, for sure. That's what we waited to start. But I did it. Jackie and I are both on the struggle bus with the fourth grade. Is it hard? Girl. Are we struggling? I mean, test after test after test. Or oh, the pressure. Several tests a day. And I don't know how SJ feels, but Henry just thinks social studies is unimportant. Why do we have to do this? So it's like... That's the only A we have in social studies. Okay, then. But it's easy for him because it's memorizing it and going everything else you actually have to comprehend what you're doing right social studies really i mean you don't really have to comprehend you can probably yeah. remember it and just no just literally growing up my history was my favorite subject for that reason yeah it's it easy just memorization and mm-hmm. i have a good memory yeah thank goodness henry understands math i would not be able to help him i, ca- I can't do it i'm terrible well the Teacher sent home those videos. Yes. She sent home instructional videos of how they teach math now because no. she knows the parents are not okay. able. Yeah. I was so thankful. Oh, no. I know. It's See, fun. I'm on the fence right now. My son goes to kindergarten next year. I'm like, do I want to do public school, private school, homeschool? I'm overwhelmed with the options I right started now. at private. Did you? Mm-hmm. That's right. I remember we that. We started at Clarksville Christian pre-K. I think we were there until f- kindergarten, and then we left first grade we are not private school people. Gotcha. And that was actually during the heart of COVID, too. Mm-hmm. So he struggled. Kindergarten, when you are first learning to read and doing all the big things, it was really hard to learn instructional through the computer. Oh, and yeah. so he suffered. Yeah. And it was terrible because the only way you can teach a kid to read is reading with him. You don't, I don't know anything about long vowels and short vowels and mm-hmm. just say All it. of it, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But from there, it just... They don't. They didn't have at that time extra tutoring and extra help, one on one to give him. Public school's been a blessing, and I never thought that I would like, you know, boast about public school, but I will do it day and night. I mean, teachers that they have and like all of the extras at the board, dyslexia screening, like all those extras that you truly need to figure out if your kids suffering, which that doesn't come out until first or second grade. Right. Because they don't really, you know, start to show those symptoms unless it's something else academically before. But um, they have been tooth and nail blessings. Because we have 
I've put him through all that dyslexia, all those speeches and anything like, to what's help your going kid. on with yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's not. He's just, they tell me it's maturity and he needs to learn. And I guess that's that the only child syndrome too. So mama does it all for him. Hey, I can't help it. I have two and I just, I'm just naturally a nurturer. Yeah. I know I overdo for them. Sure. I can't stop it though. No. I can't. But there's something wrong with that either. Yeah. So I don't, I don't blame you at all. But this year, though, I have definitely, you know, sat back. Okay, you can make your bed. You mm. can put the dishes away. I'm like, but the dishes don't go that way. But it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. One step at a time. So, so. did you have an easy delivery with him? Were you I did. So I was induced um, the night before, which is very boring. Mm. You know, they just put the medicine, do all the things. And I just laid there for 12 hours in a bed and... They came in at 6 a.m. and gave me Pitocin. Pito- now that stuff, let me tell you. Have y'all had Pitocin? Tell us. We had C- well, I had a C-section oh planned gosh. both times, so I've never even been in labor. It, I don't know really what Pitocin is. It's a, it's like speed. Yeah. I don't know. But once they put that in your system from 6, I delivered within 6 hours. I mean, oh, that's I, pu- fast. I pushed for 2 because the child didn't want to come out. But um, it was like truly a very – I was shocked because – Telling you, I was fat. Uh, I was so fat. Um, and I basically pushed naturally. They gave me, I hate to even admit this, at that time they were starting to do student teachings. Yes. I had six students. You had a show. Literally. Mm-hmm. But the first epidural did not work. It numbed one side, not the other. And so they were so backed up on the floor that they came back maybe an hour later to do the other side to see if it would work. And I'm like, oh my God, my legs are not going to work at all because now I have two epidurals. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? And I, so from there, it just, I was like, please, let's just get this over with. Whatever we need to do. And I'm like, oh, please, take yes. this kid. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it was smooth sailing. From now, I don't, it's a distant memory. I'm like, I, I guess it was good. I don't really know. But at the time, it could have been like the most tragic thing. And Right. Right. Who knows? You just don't remember stuff. That's mom life anymore. I yeah. know. And then postpartum, how were you? How'd you feel? Um, Definitely had some depression, yeah. for sure. Uh, but I feel like everybody goes through that at, or just cries or, I don't know. I mean. How do you not? I don't, I don't know. I love it when people say they felt great after, but that was not our experience. My sister said that was the happiest she's ever been. Yeah. I'm like, what? She said I was on a high after that. I was like, what? Everybody else is losing it. <laughs> yeah, you're the only not. one. No. No, I don't think I was. But also at the same time, so that's when I was really in the heart of real estate too. And, and I was doing showings in bed after birth. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, but you are still hustling. You have to when you're the only. I don't. I didn't have anybody working for me at that time, and you've got listings and got to do it. There's life outside giving birth in the hospital. You know, there's cars on the street. Did you have good family support? I did. I still do. Mm -hmm. They are my sister is truly a blessing. She's 13 years older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, There's 13 years difference between my nephew and I, and then 13 years difference between my nephew and SJ. Oh, that's isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's probably the most best-spaced ages because you can grow and learn from mm-hmm. different stages of life. And so she's been great. That's My parents amazing. are great. And so when did you start real estate? 2009. So I actually started that in New Jersey before I got here. Um, but that's when the market started to truly tank. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't going to start in a town that was seeing such dips. Um, and then I got here and just started. But it was so much easier to start real estate back then than it is today. Is it because it's saturated now or? 
Um, no, because testing is different. Mm, okay. You know, you have to take 60 hours, 30 hours, and it's a whole big thing. Um, I was able to do it from home. Do you remember mm. that big white house on Old Sango? Um, but it's like the farmhouse. Yes. That just kind of stands alone. The uh-huh. grass was crazy high the other day. I was like, I'm going to just go cut this. Um, <laughs> but that's where the Crees educational, like it was Clarksville Real Estate Educational School at that time. Mm-hmm. You could go there and you can pick up stuff and take a binder home. And it was the easiest thing, which is a blessing because I don't test very well. Mm. I had, I think I failed three times my, my test because you have to take it online. You had to go to Nashville. It's a, it's a yeah. whole thing. Um, so was it easier for you to adjust here doing that, even though you didn't like, I mean, you wouldn't have had a clientele already. To be honest with you, I think that's really how I learned about Clarksville. Okay. So maybe it was a blessing in disguise. I don't really know. But at that time, I didn't know where I was going, what street I was on. True. Did it I help mean, you meet people? Indirectly, yes. Just at the office, but not circle-wise. Okay. I don't even know really where I started to meet friends. I can't, I can't even remember that. It just happened naturally. People yeah. are drawn yeah. to you. I think it was more church, really. I still go to Grace after all these years. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where it started, too. I mean, you just kind of, you mend and you push and you form relationships. And, I mean, also coming from Jersey, you're just very flamboyant with your words. Yeah. You will talk to anybody. You will talk to a tree. You will just, and they'll look at you like, are you really talking to me? Yes, <laughs> I am talking to you. <laughs> I'm talking to you. Okay, so. so what about your love of fashion? Where'd that start? Love of fashion started from Jersey. Honestly, when you are, the North is so different than the South. I mean, y'all's clothes are cute, but the North is just so weird and trendy. And trendy, yeah. Crazy and wonky. And um, But going to New York is just, there's nothing like it, y'all. I think I rode, I read Vogue all the time. I also worked in a bridal store. Oh, that's so fun. At the age of 15. What was it? It sounds fun. It is to learn the actual designs and styles and the ins and outs of how things are made. And, you know, that's the best part. But helping somebody find their wedding dress, it's very emotional. I mean, oh, there's yeah. a lot to it. and uh, But it was probably the coolest thing. And that opened up really my heart more than anything with fashion. But it was a cool experience. And you've, yeah. you've just always been into fashion, though, even when you were little. Yeah. Okay. I'm like comfort, comfort, comfort over here. but I Maybe was... that's the whole South. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. No, the North is just, I don't know. We also went to a school. There were 600 in my graduating class. Like, we were big schools yeah. in the North. So, if you were not looking a certain way, you were not going to fit in the popular crowd. And okay. Can't have that. Absolutely not. We all know how that is. Um, um, have you seen the teenagers lately? It's like pajama pants. Yeah. So, I was with somebody the other day, and their um, daughter was saying, like, the whole slipper situation. Right. What? Yeah. It's like Like slippers. Like Uggs I get, but like actual slippers. Right. It's gone too far. My knees would hurt all day. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, what? How do they do it? It's crazy. I don't know. But I guess it's a dress code violation. That's what they were saying. Yeah, I don't think they can be literally in their pajama pants at school now. But if I see them at games or something, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. Wait, they wear them outside? Yeah. What if it's wet? Like to a function, they are in pajama pants. Oh. Kids these days. I say a function. A football game. Like baggy <laughs> pajama pants or like Lulu? I mean, well, for sure the Lulu is still a vibe. But I'm talking like jogger plaid pajama pants with the... Like Christmas morning. Yeah. With the slippers. Oh. Just very casual. Like a snow day. No. Jackie's like, absolutely <laughs> not. No. Absolutely I'm not. so thankful I have a boy. Does he like yes. to like be styled and style himself? He I told you I made a monster. 
He's so cute. He would wear a suit every day if he could. Oh, so he likes it. Oh, obsessed. Bow tie and all. Oh, yeah. I had to buy him these Steve Madden shoes for our pictures that we just did. Those were so good. They're studded. They're black studded shoes. And I'm just like, oh, my God. That's kind of fun, though, because Henry only wears athletic gear. And if I put him in a pair of jeans, he thinks he's being punished. Stop. He does. See, my kid's the opposite. He will only wear jeans. He will not wear a jog or a sweat really? pant. Hates it. In the summer, it's 8,000 degrees. Jeans. That's crazy. Jeans. He will not wear anything but jeans. He's ready for He work. will do a khaki pant. He's got like a boot, <laughs> a boot look. <laughs> no, he does. He's got his cowboy boots and his khakis on all the time. Yeah. He's a, he's a vibe. That's sweet. It is for now. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to grow out of it at some point. Oh, for I'll let it roll. Okay, so how'd you come up with little loves? Oh. That's your other baby. That, sometimes that's a bigger yeah, baby. Yeah, you don't have an only show. child. Yeah. No. Um, to be honest with you, I didn't expect little loves to kind of morph and form into what it is now. It was a blessing and a prayer mm-hmm. out of a notebook. Really? Mm-hmm. Three years so ago. Is this, okay, do you manifest? Do you think that's the same thing as prayer or no. it's just a prayer journal? Manifest is more speaking. Speaking it. Prayer okay. is more intellectual, okay. you know, actually giving it to somebody else and letting it transform. Because I feel like manifest, you can work that more than an actual prayer. A prayer so, is literally letting go and giving to God. And manifesting is like, okay, I'm going to continuously think about it and how can I think effort. about it. Yeah. Let's do you incorporate both? Yeah. No, I don't manifest. Okay. I, you just explained it so well. We'll fully give everything to God. Yes. Honestly, since day one. Um, and it is crazy to kind of step back and see from, you know, younger years to divorce to broken engagements to new businesses to it all goes together. Yeah, to see And even taking. though it's broken you in so many ways, it's grown you in so many ways. And I'm just so thankful that I'm not the person I was three years ago. Right. To be honest with you. Because yeah. you look back and you're like, ooh. Because <laughs> you read through the journals. Like, I, when I first did Little Loves, I mean, I was living in my parents' house. I just had left an engagement, and I just was like, I need more. You know, there's only mm-hmm. so much you can do in real estate. It's the same repetition, and I'm so mm-hmm. blessed with all the clients that I have. But well, this is I your just, passion. It is. It really is. And to be honest with you, those two little girls in my life four years ago really trying to they transformed a lot in me and brought mm-hmm. all that out. Because with a boy, there's only so much you can do. Oh, for mm-hmm. sure. And he was four at the time. And, you know, we were still doing that whole Under Armour thing. And Right. Um, from there, I just, you know, there's something about little girls trying on your shoes and walking around. And, That's so you sweet. know, that kind of, like, stirs up some hearts and stuff. So, from there, I just, it was a prayer. It was kind of like, how could I meet a need? Because at that time, there was nothing. I mean, there was Flower Lily, which, God bless Betty Kay, she was wonderful. I remember that, yes. Um, And she did that for the longest of time, but that was a different thing that was more smock, traditional Southern. Yes. That's not you. North is not that way. Yeah. I didn't even know that was a thing until I got down here. Really? What is that? What do you call that? (laughs) Which it's cute on some kids, but I'm like, I could never. No, it's not my thing. I don't do that very well. So then I just, you know, out of the blue, you just kind of have this... God punch, and mm-hmm. we just, let's go. And so I did, and I didn't even know what I was going to call it. I was living in, like I said, my parents' house, and it just... And you started online, right? Started online first, yes. Um, but at that time, like Miss Lucille's, they had, which they still do, had such a cra- crazy waiting list. I mean, it's I've years, years to get in there. Yeah. And it took me a year and a half. I was on the waiting list forever, and 
You just keep praying about it, praying about it. But honestly, starting online was the biggest blessing because I needed to figure out what in the world I was doing and who was reaching. And so it was basically like selling clothes out the back of your truck. That's like, what I was wondering. Like, did you have stock here at home? What'd you do? Oh, yeah. It was in my parents' bonus room. <laughs> I remember the day my dad was like, Jack, what? There's three loads of boxes on the porch and they live, you know, right down the street. So they could accommodate it. But at the same time, they're also, you know, 70 and set in their ways. And I'm like, listen, you're just going to have to go with me. Just mm-hmm. feel this yeah. out for me. Who knows what it's going to do. If you fail, you fail. If you rise, you rise. And mm-hmm. I just went with it. And so it did. It started online, Facebook's lives, and which is so much work. I mean, holy moly, mm-hmm. to do, I, I still can't. There's only so much I can do, and now, thank God that Facebook's gotten smart where you can, like, schedule posts because to do it all day long, no. Yeah, that takes up your whole day. It does. It still takes up a lot of the time, but it's a blessing. So I love the mommy and me's that you have. It's a lot of work yeah. because my, my style is totally different, so I kind of have to, like, you know, push it down a little bit. you got to go cooler. <laughs> you can't go obnoxious and... <laughs> You know, you just got to go more simple and styled. And so it's teaching me. I mean, mm-hmm. it's teaching me everybody's different style and not everybody likes loud things like you do. And that's okay. fun though, that you can incorporate all of it. It is. The best part is honestly, even since I started here, which I'm going to call her out, Ashley Sundstrom mm-hmm. is one of my very good friends. And when I lived in Savannah Lakes, she used to come over and take all the things out of my closet. Yes. And from there, it was kind of like a cool thing. And still to this day, they everybody, what do I wear? How do I wear this? What do I do? And honestly, teaching a teaching moment in that is because, I, I mean, I never went to school for it. This is just something God has truly blessed me with. And yes, you have a natural ability. It's great. It really is a lot of fun. And I just like helping people. That's really the bottom line of all of it. It's just helping. So if you see somebody... You think in your mind, this would look good on them, their body type, their height, or just like colors or what? It depends because you really, it's more, fashion is more than just a look. It's a story. It's a personality. Um, And actually talking to somebody and thinking, okay, well, why do you like this over this? And why don't you like this color? It's more of a root of their personality and what they've liked since the beginning and why they don't like green and why they like straight pants and what don't they like about their so it's a teaching moment it really is about learning about somebody and embracing that personality and allowing them to be kind of more of the person that they want to be than who they really have become so yeah, that's so fun it really is but there are times that it becomes really frustrating because sometimes your fashion world will not meet your mindset mm-hmm. and I have realized that that you've got to kind of like okay now step back because what you want is not even a thing right it's not even made they don't even know <laughs> about it and I'm like who can I get to make this because this would be perfect but it that is I mean wholesale and textile right now is a totally different world than Do you go to market and all that stuff? I do. There is a market that comes to Nashville every few, um, but the biggest one's in Atlanta and Dallas. But I actually want to go to New York next year and go back home and see what else I'm missing and see if I can incorporate. Because I have started to incorporate my crazy designs and teens to see if they'll pick it up. But, I mean, the fashion world in the North compared to here, like, I'm pretty sure they're not really. It's just so far away. They're not wearing pajamas. 
Well, and they shouldn't be. <laughs> they should not be. But they're still, I mean, we're in a military town, too, so I feel like you've got there's people, group, maybe. yeah, True. who are from the North who want that type of stuff, and it's just not here. Yeah. Or would just trust your opinion solely right. and give it a try. Mm-hmm. Well, that's how it started. I mean, whatever I liked and whatever I was putting on those little girls before is kind mm-hmm. of what I went with. But from there, you also see what moms want mm-hmm. and their voice. And But it's also about teaching and building confidence in little girls that you can do. And it's hard because in this day and age at school, it's just really tough. It is tough. Yeah, I'm dreading the day. People warned me about seventh grade, and it's not bad. Yeah. It's just I I don't never met anybody that said, "Wow, I really enjoyed middle school." It's yeah, just no. such a hard. I don't even time. remember. Look, I don't remember. We black it out. Yeah, yeah, seriously, black it out. Seriously, I think that's the best way to just kind of grow. deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and when trauma pops up, it pops up, and you just you know slush it, it back under the rug. Put it in the closet. <laughs> you do what you need to do. So. So did mode just develop? After love. So mode really started from little loves. It was kind of like mom's, hey, do you have something for me? I really want to match or I really want to do this. And so I would just send links and Nordstrom's and Dillard's. And I was just trying to think, how can I intimately do this so it's a coordination rather than just, you know, a separate or whatever. Did I expect mode to transform into what it was now? No. I think I have bitten off more than I can chew. But is it still no only back. online? Mode is still online, yes. Okay. So the pieces that I do carry at Little Loves at Miss Lucille's, I also transform that on Mode's website. So mm-hmm. you can kind of buy off both. But Mode has now transformed into this beautiful Amazon thing that I've now launched. Um, no, I love that. And I'm so thankful Amazon has picked me up to do some influencing. But it's a lot of work. I mean, it's it sounds like it. But to be honest with you... of my closet is probably half boutique, no I lied, half boutique and half Amazon. And the fashion that they have on Amazon, people don't know about. And it is crazy because the the life of small businesses are so tough, but those corporates are taking over big time. And so for me to meet that style need as opposed to supplying the boutique, it was a lot easier for me in what I was going on and doing was to... How can I just show people how to dress rather than supplying them with the, what they want? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you're holding inventory, you're doing all this stuff, and it's a lot. Shipping's a lot. I mean, everything has just become a lot in this age. So, I mean, heck, you can buy designer pricing. They even have, like, Louis Vuitton and Chanel on Amazon. Like, oh, they're, it's, I did not know that. There's a whole designer section. I mean, you can get it at discounted prices and... Wow. Yeah, they just had like Gucci sunglasses for $150 the other day. What's happening? I didn't I seriously <laughs> so did that's not what I'm know saying. That, yeah. Like if you can meet a need, it's still the same thing, but there are some textiles and pieces that you can't find on Amazon that you can only get on boutique. Those all bring in through mode mm-hmm. every once in a while, but it's really just showing them how they can do it on a click of a finger and a drop ship 2 days later cuz right. I can't supply that. Even when people order online, it's still taking me 48 hours to Pick it up, to supply it, to drop it, to... I mean, I probably shouldn't say you delivered mine to my front door the next day. I still (laughs) do that for everybody. I mean, that is... So you are Amazon Prime. Yeah. I am. There you go. About a service right there. (laughs) You do what you gotta do. Okay, really, how do you balance your day? You have so much. I don't know. Okay, now I'm like, people listening to this are gonna be like, wait a minute, she's a single mom, real Uh estate... So you basically have from drop-off to pick-up to cram all this stuff. I have six hours. Yeah. Okay, and what mm-hmm. about 
Bella's Closet. Mm, Bella's Closet is beautiful. Truly, that started just from a relationship between Cynthia Pitts and Carolyn Watson, which she's a former realtor also. She did real estate for 30 years, I want to say. She's a beautiful soul. Um, and her, Bella's Closet, started from a dream. God gave her a dream in the middle of the night, and it's been tugging at her heart. And so she prayed about who she could do it with because she knew she couldn't take it on herself. And the Lord said, Cindy. And so she called Cindy, and they had a long conversation. Cindy had to pray about it, which if anybody knows Cynthia Pitts, you got to pray about it before Mm -hmm. you do anything. Um, And she did it. And from there, it has helped. Like, we just finished Austin P. Um, We go there Twice a year for pop-ups. We met 700 kids. Oh, wow. Bless oh 700 kids with clothing. And you just, you step back in Clarksville and say, okay, well, I know, you know, this click and this click and this small group and this small group. But there's so much more in this town that people don't know. And yeah. the hearts of people that truly need it and what they've been going through and the domestic violence and the abuse and working with Yapax. It's just crazy to see it's so much more than just giving them clothes. It's, you know, meeting them at their point of time and telling them they're not alone, that we've all been through something something Something. in life. It's crazy to see the donations that just roll in. That's what I was about to ask. Is it donation-based only? It is donation-based. Everything is free. We do not ask for any payment, nothing. Um, They get 12 items. They get shoes. They get handbags. They get accessories. And then when I'm telling you, there are things that come in with brand new tags. Calvin Klein. I mean, it's insane. It is truly a blessing. And honestly, when you step back, only God could form a whole bunch that that has been rolled into this life. So, And like what a confidence boost for those kids too, like to have something with new tags, brand new. It is that, um, but you're also meeting needs of women very established in their life that have just come out of something detrimental or a relationship and starting a new profession and starting over and meeting them at their point and letting them know. You got this. Like, it's, yeah. it's, we're all, we've all been there. Trust me. That's really great. I had no idea how large it was, like, of an outreach it was. It is. And if you're not directly affected, you're not going to really see that need. And that's fine. Yeah, I mean, that's the truth in anything. Until you're affected, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. So the outreach has been great. And they, I think they're, like, two years old. And it's just been. And you and SJ are both hands-on with that. We're very hands-on. Me, but that, see, also, that's kind of like my mom life. My love language is helping. Mm-hmm. Affirmation, gifts, all the things. And meeting people, like I said, at the need, at their hands. If there's something I can do and if it's only 10 minutes of time or packing a bag or doing something, feeding a meal, I'm going to do it. Because mm-hmm. I want my child to learn truly who God is. And if you're not involved in something like that, you're not going to really know. You'll know mm-hmm. who God is, and but meeting a need is... And he can see it working. In lifetime, the prayers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so great. Yeah. So now he prays every morning in the car. He does the whole hand holding. It's confidence. And just because there's only so much I can do as a mom. There's only so much you can say. There's only so much you can just, you're okay, babe. You got this. Right. And I'm like, Lord, I don't, I don't have this. <laughs> I don't know if I did it right. I don't know how to teach math. Um, <laughs> but who does? Yeah. So I just call on the Lord. Call him because he's going to help you. Absolutely. Those That's tests are totally to. different than study guides, let me tell you. I'm like, that was not on the test. I know. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I know. Henry will point that out quick. Help a sister out. Mm-hmm. Y'all failed me. <laughs> As a mom, y'all are tripping me up. 
It's really like we're going to school again. Yeah. We really are. Yeah. And I'm like, how did they figure out the whole division thing? By it's, how did you know to put boxes up there and you knew that was going to do that to what? Mm-hmm. It's wild Stop. to me that I actually used to know how to do that. Like, there was a point in my life. Where you're going to know it again, girl. (laughs) Well, I don't. I know my phone can do it. A calculator. Yeah. But, like, we learned these things, but it's gone. Mm -hmm. Long gone. And they even tell you on the message. Like, it was like, please do not teach your child what you know. Yeah, They have to learn this this curriculum. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, well. Okay, so, so, do I? Yeah. I have to learn it, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Great. We'll okay. just send you our video so you can start now. Yeah. You're going to need all the just time. Just prepare me. I mean, I'm, I have kindergarten next year, so. Kinder sure. was fine. I I'm mean, like, that I can was do. Still, but they're really serious about behavior in kindergarten and stuff like well, that. Well, I'm in like trouble. It, <laughs> I think that's a big transition for boys. I mean. It is. That'll be a real transition for my boy. Lord, Well, you me. Pre-K is a snack time nap, and there's no nap snack time. This is like. I was go. sad we didn't have nap time in kindergarten mm-hmm. anymore. I when do take they naps. Do, I know. When do they do away with that? I don't know. Somewhere between me and Emma, because I got to take a nap in kindergarten. Okay, and SJ also has his life, sports. Oh, yeah. How do you have time for that? Girl, you just make time. There is no ifs, ands, or buts. Like, you just go. You just do it. You have to. I mean. He does. I'm not going to let my kids suffer because of my choices and what I want to do in life and meet that need. Right. So, it's balance. It's what you do and you got the juggling act down you really do you learn it real quick when you're single yeah <laughs> you you have to you have to you have to and i'm thankful that we don't do baseball that okay that's what he was so burnt out from that too anyway which i think was a blessing yes yeah. well hey you tried it now you know i don't know so how y'all are do doing it. basketball and does he do flag football yes okay yeah flat I think football really is more of his love. Really? Basketball's okay. a lot of fun for him, but boy's still kind of short, mm-hmm. so he gets frustrated. Like, why doesn't that go in the net? Everybody else is going the net, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, some of these boys are tall on the other teams. Like, they'll just snatch, like, the basketball yeah. out of your hand. Like, give that back to my child. Yeah, hold scream. on. Hello? Yeah. <laughs> so, for our boys, it's fourth and fifth grade together, and that's a that can be a huge height difference. Mm-hmm. Oh, like yeah. a fifth grader, yeah. they're like... Feet taller than there are Henry. There some monsters. Yeah. That was my brother. He was, like, abnormally oh. tall. Yeah. I mean, I remember, like, school programs and stuff being like, why is my brother, like, freakishly tall? <laughs> he got his growth spurt He early. did. He got it early. And everybody is he still else... tall now? He's, like, 6'2". I think that's tall. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean he's not, like, 7 foot tall or anything crazy crazy, but... Yeah, he's tall. Do you have a guess how tall SJ's going to be? How tall are you? 5'5". Five, five. Okay. Yeah. He's... Definitely surpassing that next year. Okay. Um, his dad is 6'3". Okay. So he'll be... So he has potential mm-hmm. to be pretty tall. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what does SJ stand for? He's a junior. Sean Jr. Oh, okay, okay. But so it's just, cute. It's easier for SJ. Just, it's he hates. He hates that school has to call him Sean. He thinks it's silly. And I'm like, well, baby, that is your real name. <laughs> Do they call him out all day or at the beginning and he's like, hey, I go by SJ? Um, At the very beginning. So... I did talk to his teacher. I said he really goes by SJ. He will probably hear you say Sean, but the kid loves SJ. Because I always ask him, mm-hmm. do you want to go by Sean or SJ? He's like, SJ, is that really a question? I'm like, yeah, it kind of is because I need to know. Yeah. So they do start calling him Sean. I think there are some teachers that still are very, you know, professional in their mm-hmm. way. But See, I'm worried about that when Remy starts school. My daughter's name is Remington. But she goes by Remy, and she wants to be called Remy Jane. She's, Sweetness. she's made up her so own. She's declared that's her name. Remy Jane do it. Remy Jane this. And I'm like, that's sweet. You're not, I'm like, can you say Remington? No. 
she won't even say it. So I'm like, oh no. And well, you just told her in trouble. Get on board. I know. And for a minute, I was like, do you want to be RJ? Because, like, right, right, right. No, no, Remy Jane. She knows what she wants. Like, yeah, did just, you call her Remy Jane when she was younger? Like, that just kind of, she just kind of made that up sweet. for herself. Yeah. Look at that little girl. I called her better. Remy. And then Mason, Mason did call her Sissy Jane for a while. Sissy Jane. Sissy Jane. That's so sweet. You know, know, Henry still calls Emma Sis. I just love a good nickname. And you know, we get broed to death. So he's like, bro, uh, uh, sis. Y'all's faces, both of you. <laughs> It's the top vocabulary word. Mason has already dropped a bro on me. I'm shocked because he's I was four. shocked. Who does he hear this from? I know it's at school. They're just he goes so to daycare. Little. I know. Yeah. That's crazy. He yeah. did. And I said, you don't have a brother. He was like, no, that's your name. I was like, bet it's not. No. Which I really don't care. No, it doesn't bother But me. at four, I was caught off guard. Yeah. The bro is heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of other words, too, because there, there are other words that the drip. Cat. I need that drip. Oh, Henry was like, look what how drippy drip? I was. What's your fashion? You just oh, look so okay. cool, Victoria. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But the cap, I can't, um, I can't. When they say that's cap, that means that's a lie. I, I like, knew that one. That Which really sense. took me back because I had to sit here and think, like, how do I, what? So you capping a lie or a lie? <laughs> like, well, how do you, how did we get to How this? did they come up with yeah. it? I don't know where it comes from, but that's their full lingo. I didn't think it was going to stick. It has stuck. Mm-hmm. Emma says it. Henry says it. And I'm just like, okay. Break out the Urban Do you remember? Well, actually, the Kardashians still say it, but they say Bible. Oh, yeah. I've heard some people now, like, start. I'm like, y'all, really? Because I know where that started from. Like, right. Do your own thing. Yeah, and Bible. also, that's so old, like you said. Good grief. Is it vintage now? Is it that old? <laughs> yeah, it's come back around. Seriously. Like, I'm pretty sure it's, like, first few days of Kardashian. Yeah. Yeah. They really... Okay. Thank you for having me. Thank Thanks you for being on. So much. We really appreciate it. I'm excited nice. for y'all. Thank you. Okay, guys. If you haven't already, subscribe to our channel on the Purple Podcast app or on Spotify, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thanks.